Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Log Powerslave. How are you, sir? G'day. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for the intro, dude. Oh, no worries, man. No worries. I was sitting there like a bull in a bloody in the pen before it got released, right? <laughs> Just, Just don't go. Come anybody. on, go on. Don't go yeah, anywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll behave. <laughs> Please don't. You're on my no, in my place, man. So um Wait. why don't you tell everybody because a lot my viewers kind of know where I'm at with, with the Destiny community as a whole. Um, why don't you explain to some folks that may not know you who you are and what happened with you in the last week or two? Uh, who I am? Uh, my name is Log. I've been called that my whole life, but that's a whole other story. Um, I am a member of the DDU podcast with Mylan Games and mm -hmm. Real Time Sloth. Basically, we're uh, three dudes who shoot the shit and talk destiny and uh don't pull any punches and have a good time while we do it beyond that i stream i do youtube occasionally when i can draw together the time to actually edit the videos that i, I want to make I, I do a lot of more i've do, done song parodies and things like that so that's mm -hmm. that's ultimately what i want to be what i want to be doing on youtube streaming i just hang out i play the game and i play a bit of guitar while i do it and probably annoy the shit out of anyone who isn't into that sort of thing but you know <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> i mean that's, um, that's, that's uh, something yeah. that you know with guitar in general like you either love it or you don't love it and with metal like that's a whole other ball of wax i mean imagine me as a teenager learning how to play grindcore drums in my parents basement they they didn't i'm sure you were a popular kid in the neighborhood man oh yeah, they loved it <laughs> loved it that noise you know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's the difference I, I, I when i when i was a kid i wanted to play drums but mum and dad like were smart enough to circumvent that issue entirely they were, they were like <laughs> you know what let's just buy him a guitar and then i was like oh well, i've got a guitar i might as well learn <laughs> and here i am so it works Arsehole. right <laughs> hey you know uh the thing is though i i feel like anyone who started as with a guitar has a distinct advantage over someone who started with drum. Because for you, all you gotta, you know rhythm. All you gotta do is now teach your body a few limbs to do some stuff repetitively. I tried picking up the guitar a few years ago with Rocksmith, and I know guitar. I've watched some of the best fucking guitar players ever. I know how it works. But then to get yeah. it to go with my hands, it's uh, not a great thing. But you want to you want to know what I reckon? I was talking. I was talking to a guy at work only this week about this. I reckon that the the real instrument that everyone should start on is like a keyboard or piano. Yeah, and I know it sounds naff as fuck because you can't play death metal with it. But sure you can. Well, like, oh, I mean, not. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. It's just it's such a rigid form, a rigid what? way of like learning musical theory. Where guitar, like everything, is just making chords out of. You know, like it's 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 far more murky. I think mm -hmm. if I had my time over again, I'd have learned actual music musical theories through playing like a keyboard or something. Because I went, I've gone back and learned it now. But I started out just copying fucking Slayer tabs off the internet. Right. <laughs> that was how I learned all the shit that I knew. But I don't know. I guess it's one of those things, man. Everyone has their own journey with it. It's music. It's I don't think it's meant to be a linear thing. You know, there's people out there who can't read or write music at all, and they're far better than me. So good luck to them. Right. Speaking of nonlinear things that fall into the, the path of regret, uh, the Destiny community um, kind of exploded <laughs> over this uh, XP thing, man. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, because the last uh, episode I did was about Star Wars Battlefront 2 and all the microtransactions with that. And then, all, as if on command, the Destiny community finds this thing out about uh, XP gains and what the game was designed to do. Short version was that they were, they uncovered, Reddit did, this uh, algorithm where if you repeat a low reward activity over and over and over and over, over time, your XP gains will decrease by a set amount and it will never go below a certain amount. Whereas if you were to repeat high risk activities over and over and over, those gains will increase, like the Vanguard streak in Destiny 1, which was fully disclosed and was a perk and there was a UI. Uh, feedback on that. There's no UI feedback on this algorithm. It wasn't something that was very transparent. We need found out about it and flipped the fuck out. This is where you come in. 
Well, uh, I mean, the other thing is, I think, like, yeah, fair enough to have a system like that in play as long as it's well communicated, yeah? Mm -hmm. Like, if we'd known what it was about from the get-go and this was, like, that soft caps applied and it was appropriately represented in the uh in the i think probably the, the worst part of that is that the heads up display sort of showed you misleading information it would give you a number and that number wasn't what went on to your experience it was like the raw number before it was it had a whole heap of modifiers applied to it and watered it down or whatever i think in that respect that's where they really fucked up that's where people like and i can i mean i see both sides of it like i see bungie you know to change it that quickly i mean everyone's like oh they got caught so they turned it off listening to the bungee podcast that came out what three days ago now yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i think there's genuine regret there and they were they were pretty like they knew there was an issue and were trying to resolve it on the download before it fucking exploded and okay mm -hmm. I, I can see both sides of it like if you're pissed off about it fair enough right because it does seem like like the pin-up event for fucking corporate dishonesty right go and buy microtransactions to get the mm -hmm. stuff you want not grind for it no pun intended, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk off. You know? <laughs> God damn it. It's my word. Um, and, 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 and chat brings up an interesting point here. Like, I, I never, it never occurred to me that something like that was going on. Uh, I got plenty yeah. of bright engrams. I've got plenty of stuff. Now, I also buy silver on the regular. Um, it's something yeah. that if I feel like I, like, one night I was getting drunk and I'm like, God damn it, I'm getting sick of these fucking mods. So I threw 20 bucks down and I ground out some mods that way. And that was my choice to do. Um, where essentially, uh, it, it, is it going to make things better for me? No, unless I happen to go into the raid. Which, who's that hurting? That's the only place where power level matters. That's the only thing you can buy. That affects your gameplay at all. Um, yeah, I mean, even then, I don't think there's a there's a quick way to boost it through microtransactions. And, mm -mm, not really. I mean, you can, you can debate the the, two, the pros and cons of microtransactions all day. I've got friends right. who are like me and don't give a shit, and they'll throw twenty bucks at it whenever they, you know, whenever the mood strikes. And then there's a couple of guys that are really against it, and I can understand why. Like, sure, for me, a grown man who has a full time job and you know a disposable income and all that sort of stuff, I can blow twenty bucks on that. It's not a fucking big issue, but right. When you couple that with the fact that video games are often uh, played by young or vulnerable people that don't have that, you know, that, that just see the thing that they want before they see what they're going to have to give to get it. Um, I think I think it's a bit of an insipid practice. And honestly, if it was if it was completely done away with, I wouldn't be in any way upset. I think it's just one of those parts of the game that corporate evil has slowly started to infiltrate the game that we yeah. love and, and, and I, it's I a slippery like slope it is because i think that you know and this is the big discussion we had last week and i don't wish to retread that water necessarily um but in an industry where you haven't changed the price of a game at triple a level in over 20 years have not adjusted for the price of inflation your marketing costs have gone up although your sales figures have gone up it's not exponentially or equal to the losses that you're taking You've got to fill the gap somewhere. Microtransactions and DLC shouldn't necessarily be the thing that fills that gap, but I can I can see why they need to do something to monetize. Is this the way to do it? Probably not, but I get that part. So this whole would thing you, with microtransactions... Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, would you pay a subscription fee to play Destiny? Nope. Yeah, see, it's like that's like, I would I'd do I'd do that if everything was free. I'd pay five bucks a month to play Destiny. Like it's not a big deal to me, but um, now, I don't know. Okay, I think it's, so, it's got to so go saying, one way so or another. Saying, so you're saying for five bucks a month, I don't pay for. There's no silver transactions. Anything. There's no DLC. Nothing. You just pay five bucks a month, and then everything's free after that. Yep. Okay, that I might do for five bucks a month. Yes, <laughs> um, I might do but, that. Uh, my worry with you look that. At the, uh, you look at the like. I mean, a lot of the MMOs and stuff operate like that. It's just a subscription fee. Like, I mean, I never played WoW or anything, but um, like Star Wars: The Old Republic and and mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Uh, I played plenty of, and it was just a subscription fee, and everything there from there on in is, you know, the world's your oyster. So I think there's two ways to go about it, and I think, um, I don't know. We we're kind of just in this hard, um, 
hard spot at the moment where they're kind of the practices and people's awarenesses of what they really are don't really match up. Like, mm -hmm. I think if you could buy things on purpose, like buy the thing that you want rather than the whole random role, I think that's where it gets really murky and yuck. You know, it's effectively gambling to try and get the item that you want. But right. they'll never say that. So, And, yeah. you know, that's, that's a whole other thing. Like, you know, that argument is what it is for dozens of games. Uh, and the XP thing, for me, it's like, well, what I like about it is that Destiny 1, you had a limited number of these boxes you could get per week. They put a cap on it, which I thought was worse than what we have now. Um, because you can just you can get as many as you want as long as you grind out the XP. Um, and now, like they're, they're balancing it to where it's something that's a bit more fair to the player, and it will remain something that if you really want these things, you don't want to pay for them, you can do that. Some people don't think that's enough. That was one thing. Then you take that and combine it with the fact that Bungie was relatively tight-lipped about the whole thing, relatively speaking, didn't have an open conversation, and there's this like rising, you know, discontent with the state of the game, um, and feeding out of that reveal stream, it, two tokens oh. in a blue, right? Yeah, the look on fucking David's face, man. Yeah, like he was just like, so I don't he know died a professional death that day, right? Like <laughs> his wow. integrity just was uh, I don't know. It's, I, it was ugly. It was and it was such a bad thing. And that had to it had to hurt him. Like cuz it's like I'm going off what you're telling me is in the game and I'm trying to promote that for you and you do me like that with your fucking algorithm, you give me two blues. Um yeah, two yeah, tokens of five fucking times and make sure someone got something decent before they broadcast it to the world, right? Right, exactly. Um, so with that being said, I mean, there was just this whole fever pitch, um, and there's been this, this, this deal with, um, you know, just, just you can list dozens of problems with the game that people want to see solved, um, and despite the fact that Bungie has said on multiple occasions here, we're doing this and we're working on it here and they have a history of not really um messing about with telling people stuff until they, they keep it close to the chest until they're ready like that's that's they we know this about them yet we rally against it anyway um so it just people were just freaking out and getting negative and you know, there are a lot of different people on Twitter and on Reddit would just will wouldn't shut up. I freaked out one day. There was a, a the front page of Reddit was like a gigantic pile of shit. And it's I, I just, always a gigantic pile of shit. It's what it was. <laughs> and I, 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 and I posted something that what I probably shouldn't have posted. I'm like, God, you guys are like playing in the sandpit of your own feces. You got to stop this. Like, this is not what this subreddit is supposed to be. And people were like, well, fuck you. We'll do whatever you want. I'm like, that's not what this is about. Yeah, was, you know, I appreciated and, the effort, Jim, but fuck, it's... it's yeah, I don't know. It's, you can't challenge people like that. No, and not that way anyway. But amidst this, there's this plus sign thing. So why don't you tell me about? It? <laughs> 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 I like. I'll, I'll say what I said yesterday, DDU, and that's that. Like I, I had no intention of starting any kind of fucking thing for people to cling on to right like i got in a really nasty fucking argument with someone on twitter probably a day before i posted that thing and i was looking back through my feed because people were liking some of the things that i said or whatever and it kept popping up and i'm like fuck man you are you are carrying on like an absolute shit like you need to not be this because you know there's people out there that are like liking this shit and going that's okay to fucking talk to people like that so i went and i went well no, I was what can I do to like stop myself? So I thought I'll put a plus in front of my name. So if I write anything fucking negative, it'll instantly be at odds. The second that I write it, I'll have to look at that plus and it'll be there. And then I'll have to then hopefully I'll rethink and, and find a better way to word it or take the venom out of it or whatever. <laughs> and I thought like I know some pretty angry people. <laughs> I might be on a podcast with some of them, you know. <laughs> Like, maybe I'll just share this little idea um, 
and and you know just trying to take the sting out of things because things were like fucking ugly in the community like people are tearing mm. shreds off each other and i think it's a sign of how frustrated everyone was and i don't think it's anyone's like completely just like i want to be an absolute asshole to people so i'll find any excuse right. to be mean i think it's just venting the frustrations that have built up over the two and a bit months since destiny 2 launched it's not the game that we all thought it'd be uh or we hoped it would be but i mean it was it was as much about saying look i've got patience and fucking belief that ultimately it'll get to where it needs to be mm-hmm. so i did that i tweeted that out i put my phone down on the desk at work i went to a meeting i came back and it would it had fucking melted through the desk onto the floor because it had just picked <laughs> up and gone nuts right <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah and, and like that was fine initially i was like this is great look at all these people fucking jumping in and being positive and you know, everyone seemed to be embracing it in the right spirit. No one was saying anything negative. And it wasn't until, like, probably that evening when I got home that it really started to get heavy with people who really didn't appreciate that mindset, starting to target it and all that sort of stuff, which I guess happens. But um, so it was a busy couple of days. I, I did my best to reply to anyone who wanted to sort of discuss it. And I was as fair as I possibly could be with understanding people's mindsets and stuff. But ultimately, I think it made a point. It just sort of was a reminder that, you know, like while it does appear that everyone in the community is angry, there are people here who are, you know, frustrated but positive and, you know, genuinely want to be able to talk about it without the levels of hate and salt and bullshit that were flying around. So um, I don't think it was, you know, there was the whole thing that come up about, oh, it's dividing the community and all that sort of stuff. And while when Goth says something like that, part part of it's got to, you've got, sorry, part of you has to listen, given that to him, this community is like, his his words when I said, like, I I challenged him on why the, he thought it was division. He's like, at the moment, I feel like I'm watching a child spiral out of control and I can't help. Like, he's, he's, that, he's that heavily invested in yep. this community emotionally that it becomes like that for him. So I guess after a few days, it had run its course and, and we were, well, for the most part, it's been retired. But mm-hmm. I just think that it was an important thing to start the discussion that, right, like maybe we're not all happy, but we do need to be far more fucking mindful of the way we talk to each other because that's what's ultimately bringing this community down, not destiny in itself. Right. And you you look at like, because that's really what it boiled down to. That's what frustrated me the most, that people were just at odds. They were constantly tearing each other apart. Uh, They weren't having meaningful conversations. You weren't seeing like rational things being posted. It was like, ah, everything's getting blown up and shit. And it's like, not really. Like, Like, nothing's really changed. And that, of course, is the frustration, but it's like, look, man, here's where the game was at, at the end of Destiny 1. Here's where the game is now. And people are like, where's all the things? Where's all the stuff? And it's like, well, first of all, people forgot that from the console release of Destiny 2 to the release of, of PC Destiny, it, it, was, it was an easy thing to assume, and it was said that they weren't going to make any major changes until that happened. Then you have to have a set period of time to make sure everything's working properly in the state that it's in. So let's say for the sake of argument that you give it 30 days from the release of PC. So now we're into November, which was, oh, just a few weeks ago. So now you're talking about the fact that you, you now are in a time frame that's much more compressed. People don't want to, they don't, it feels like there are a lot of people out there that are fans of Destiny that do not want to be reasonable when it comes to the actual needs of the people that are bringing this game to us. Um, I just don't think they understand, man. Mm-mm. I just I think that for the most part, people have no concept of what it actually takes to make a video game and how much rides on, you know, how much this Keystone bits of coding and Keystone things that the second you fuck with them, they could really, really fuck up the whole game. You know, like listening to that Bungie podcast, and if you haven't done so yet, if you're if you're listening to this, go and seek that out and find it because it is enlightening in the way that they are like there are issues that they can address quickly. XP was one of them because it was simple as cha- like disabling a bit of coding and changing a few numbers around, right? Mm-hmm. Where things like um, an example to go back a few weeks, the bureaucratic walk, where you know you could phase through walls with the Monty Python silly walk. Right, that was... in and of itself, like in cons of you're like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like of all things, the Monty Python. Was... 
but you know that they had to disable a fucking you know competitive game side of the game for two weeks because it took that long for them to implement a change they're like sure could we have disabled it yeah but what else would we have disabled it kind of really highlights the fact to me that like it's it's a miracle that the game works as well as it does right because there's so (laughs) many different things that are variable to that but then you have like I, i think people go looking for shit so during the two weeks, oh, dude, yeah. during the two weeks that that was uh, that trials was off, they had also a separate part of the company had instituted two week bans for trials players for certain things. They were banned from a thing they couldn't possibly participate in the first place. And we were like, ah, you know, because now it's like, well, the ban doesn't mean anything because no one can play it, you know. But you know, how yeah. much do you want to yeah. bet that the ban is instituted? On a uh, uh, make, in other words, they probably instituted it when they brought it back. I wouldn't be surprised, but they didn't say that, and they should have done that. So the big, the big to do has been about communication. So then you come into this week, where they say, "Look, all right, we're not going to mess with the live stream. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do that to you. Let's let let's have a discussion with you about what's going." On. And they recorded the podcast, and they had this this you know blog come out. And it, it, does it? Fix everything and oh, you're forgiven. No, but it does make it very clear that even if you don't get the vibe they're listening to our feedback, they are making changes that speak to that feedback in many ways. Um, and I feel like we're at a point where the 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 the, the plus sign mentality, the the trust that we place in Bungie, is well placed. Um, it, it, it's well-founded, and I think we have more to look forward to than not. Um, and yet, for some people, that's still not enough, and that, you know, you're not going to please everybody. It's never going to happen. But I do feel like a lot of the community was able to be like, okay, they're not going to close down the company and shit, you know? But I think that there were some people that were so frustrated by the arguments that um, there may have been some people that were worried that because there was the, the player base seemed so up in arms, that they might just quit at some point. You know, some people had said to me, what happens if Bungie stops supporting the game over this? I'm like, they're not going to. They don't. They can't. They have God. a contract. They're a million miles off that, man. Fucking hell. They've made all their money back by people buying Destiny 2, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. They, they'd have to be close to even Stevens. It was a huge release. So moving forward, they're financially probably in a pretty solid position. Uh, mm-hmm. Provided they can effectively stop this rot, I don't think it's ever going to come to that. That and they're backed by a fucking Activision man. They're not going to let that happen. Like, I think the positive to come out of this week more than anything is the way you look at the sort of the stuff that's slated to be released December fifth and December twelfth in that blog, and they were things that people had complained about, like the investment systems, the token system, the in-game economy with legendary stuff. Uh, having things to grind for with respect to masterwork weapons. Um, I think it just goes to show that, like, for them to be turning that around in fucking, like, two days from now or a week, whatever, they'd already done a hell of a lot of work towards appeasing a lot of the complaints. It's just that no one knew that until they bought the blog out, right? Right. So, so it's comforting to know that, yeah, they are listening. And I, I just hope that in the future they manage to strike the balance again between... Uh, telling us enough that we don't feel like we're being fucking ignored or being pandered to with the whole, oh, we're listening. Oh, hey, you're fucking listening, are you, Bungie? You know, like, yeah, right. they, they, they're very good at saying they're listening. This proves that they are listening. I just hope that going forward, you know, like, even if it's like a two-month forecast that they do, like, these are the things that we're reasonably mm-hmm. sure we can get to in the next couple of months and you can expect to see sometime soon. Even if they were to do that, and if things fell off the wagon or were delayed, if they were honest about it, I'm sure people would be far more forgiving than if they just didn't know to begin with, right? And and the thing is, like that expectation, although I think it's reasonable for us to say that log, if you listen to the podcast that they put out, there was a very poignant thing that Luke Smith said about the one of the, the tenets of Bungie's like way of doing things. They keep things close to the chest until it's close to being ready. Because they don't like mm. making promises they can't keep. Which is an admirable thing. Uh, that's a devil to be like, promise you oh, the yeah. world, and then never deliver. Um, I mean, if you look at, damn, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, Budget Cut is a VR game uh, for the Vive. And it's, 
stealth, very ambitious project. And the demo is like one of the most highest download demos of any type of game. Amazing game, yep. a lot of fun. It's been in development for three years. And they're very, very closed mouth. Like they're like very, you know, close to the chest. They don't talk a lot. They're like, it's coming, it's coming. But, and then they're even working with uh, Valve on it. But yet, mm-hmm. you know how Valve is. Valve's about as talkative as a dead parrot, you know? So to keep the mind yeah, they're, they're, going. Yeah, they're, they're probably the original, you know, yeah. the original closed mouth studio. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you, you get those two things put together, and people are, like, are assuming the game is dead now. Do I think the game is dead? No. Um, and the thing is, this is something where there's no money involved. Like, they haven't allowed you to buy it pre ordered or anything. So it's not like they're really, you know, messing about with that. But it is still frustrating to not know what the timeline is because it was fall 2016, then it was early 2017, then it was sometime, basically. And in the absence of communication, there's just this assumption that the game is never coming. And it's, I think it's the same thing with these fixes for, for Destiny. Whether you... Because I, I think there's a reality you have to understand about what these things do and also the reality of how Bungie likes to operate that if you understand those things, then it's not difficult to be patient. It's not difficult to be positive and be respectful with the arguments, which I would hope you would be able to be positive and respectful without uh, that information. But people just get so wrapped up in it not being Age of Triumph. It's like, well, Age of Triumph was meant to be like the fucking graduation party. Like, yeah, it's like a swan song for Destiny 1, yeah? Like... Mm-hmm. All this shit's back on the table because ultimately it's all going away. Like, right? I think people forget how spoiled for choice we were, and how it wasn't so not that way for such the course of Destiny One, right? Like, there was always mm-hmm. only one raid you could do to be, that was viable. There was always only so many activities you could do to grind, and then at the end of the game, it became fuck. You could do anything. And they built. <laughs> they're building the raid system from the ground up. The end game from the ground mm-hmm. up to be scalable. Like, no one's talking about that. Like, these raids will, all of them, the raid layers, the raids, future raids, will scale with the power level yeah. of the game. So you can I think, like, I think it's an interesting thing that they're doing with, with the raid. It kind of, I've always felt that, like, I mean, maybe not so much with Vault of Glass, because Vault of Glass was my first experience, but there was always this kind of, like, Go here, kill a god, good job, you're done. That's the end <laughs> of the raid narrative. It goes for an hour and a half, and that's that's about it. Or, I mean, 10 hours if you're you know, doing it for the first time. <laughs> right, right. right. I think the way that they poised the Leviathan as like kind of a continuing sequence of, of raid events that hopefully over the course of all three of them tell a story right like i think i think that's you get far more value out of it and i don't know like talking to mylan he's like oh i just hope that the law is there because like there's so much they can be exploring like there's mm-hmm. so much backstory that come with like the collector's edition book at the start and all that that you know with the release of the game that kind of got de- details the followers of callus or the i can't remember what the word probably it is but that's basically what they are um, and I think it'd be really cool to sort of get through and, and experience fighting those characters and, and all that sort of stuff. Ultimately, we should have all seen this coming when Kalos was, was a fucking robot when we first yeah. finished the raid, right? Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> so <laughs> it's obvious that it's obvious there's more going on than just that initial raid. And you look at it's just a giant, massive fish in the sky. I mean, we don't want to just explore one part of it. I knew that. I knew that they were doing something different when they put a lore reason in the game for the replayability of the raid. I was like, that is genius. You know, they did that with Vault of Glass because it's a time thing. Um, And even then you're like, eh. You know, and then, but as the raids became built, they were like, ah, they're going to replay it. We don't have to explain it. (laughs) You know, and I get that to a point. So it's like, but for this one to be like that blatant, um, I thought was really cool. And when they, you know, started talking about raid activity, I was like, okay. So my first thought was, this is somewhere between a smaller raid and like a POE, probably. Something like that. And sure enough, that's what it looks to be. And like, well, fucking yes. I mean, I know I've got two of these coming. 
And I can do, once we have the, the second one, that means we've got three raid level activities I can do in a week. I don't have to, like, I now, right at this point, have uh, three characters on all three platforms. Well, no, I haven't done it on the Xbox yet. I'm going to uh, And You play on, on my, PC? I play on PS4, PC, and Xbox. Yeah, that's the, that's the real Master Race, right? Having one of every console. I respect that. <laughs> I don't know if it's Master Race so much as, like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go full-time. Yeah, I did the same thing, well dude. Double down, you know? Um, and yeah. people will just look at, and then the thing is, like, what really freaks them out, it, people were like, you have all three? And then I kind of turn around. You can't see it right now, obviously, but behind me to my left is a collector's edition PS4 Destiny 2. Never put the disc in. I have it digitally on my PS4. I bought all three of the, <laughs> the copies digitally, and I just have that to have it. The, yeah, and the ultimate enough. expression yeah. of capitalism, like, well, and I didn't open it for two months. <laughs> I opened it last month by myself on the floor, going like a little kid in Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and the bag's really cool, you know. But uh, for me, uh, you know, I created my own replayability on some level. But now there's a frustration because now that I'm getting falling in love with certain loadouts, if I don't have that on every platform, I feel naked, and it, oh, it's dude. a bit weird. But that's my problem, you know. Um, I'll fix it. I have to put that time in. But what I was getting at was that on PS4, I have Titan Warlock Hunter. And on the other platforms, I just have three Titans because I want to make it easy for myself. And it's just so if I want right. to do the activities more times, I can do that, get the gear, and be fine. In fact, the first... Up until just before the release of House of Wolves, I had triple Titans on Destiny 1 as well for the same reason. I could just run through and, and do what I do. Yeah, you could, um, it was a good way to get like to really power level. Yeah, and it was something where it kept the game rewarding, even if you didn't need anything. Like once I was max level, it was still like I can go do this thing and still get something out of it, you know? Um, because you know, grinding for gear was a lot more of a slog in the first year of yeah. Destiny One. Um, like, getting max level gear was nigh impossible. By the way, fuck Skolas and his fucking fiery asshole. Like, that, that fucking guy. <laughs> because yeah, the thing was, was like, I, was, I had been, like, a PvE guy that dabbled in Crucible. I kind of stay away from Iron Banner. But when Skolas became the way to get gear, I turned around and latched onto the Iron Banner and became a PvP guy. Because you could get the etheric light that way. And um, that's what I did. And that actually became part of my show. Which was like, I would do Iron Banner like marathon. Like all three characters, like get into level five and shit. And that became a big part of it. Um, so it was weird, like Bungie, and they're not so infinite wisdom with the Prison of Elders version one, made my stream that much better by forcing me to play a different version of the, of the end game to get where I wanted to be. Now, I could yep. have complained about it, but I adapted instead. Although I did complain about it a little bit. I didn't take the Reddit and be like, they fucking the whole game up, you know. To, wait, to pay Reddit it, they're due. Like, they did put out a release late last week, basically saying that they're changing the way they review articles and mm -hmm. topics put up for, for conversation that, that should, even they're trying to get the negativity oh, yeah. out of it. When yeah, Reddit it, starts to fight against negativity itself, man, fuck, it, it, what a time to be alive. <laughs> right, like, when, when Reddit gets to that point. And the thing is, like, you look at, like, Goth and, like, what he said yep. about the community to you with the plus sign thing. Imagine how Cosmo feels. For those of you that don't know, Cosmo is one of the community managers at Bungie right now. He started the Destiny Reddit when Destiny yeah, was still in right. development. And he got hired to Bungie because of what he did with that subreddit. And now he's gone, and look what's happened. Gotta fuck with the guy. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think that they could have stopped it no matter what, right? Like, it, it is where it is because of the state of the game, but at the same time, I think that it's been allowed to sink to that point or slip to that point. And I think that they, it could have been negated at points in the past, like when 
Destiny 2. When people started really getting angry about Destiny 2, they could have probably laid some more solid ground rules because there was there's been weeks where you go on there and there's like one art constructive article and everything else is like Bungie, what the you know like oh, I don't know. It's not a place I spend a whole heap of time, but it is a very very useful resource and hopefully it's yeah. something that comes to more prominence because it's less filled with salt. <laughs> right, and and to, and to be fair, as there's more um, material in the game to mull over, that Reddit will come to light. Yeah. It will come to uh, fruition. I think I don't think we have a whole lot to worry about there at this point. Not really. Um, not in my estimation, anyway. Um, but again, what do I know? I'm just a fat grindhead. But you know, I started going to Reddit because of that subreddit. And uh, as a result, I kind of feel like, like to me, that was my first impression of Reddit. I thought that's how all of Reddit was. And then I started going to other suburbs. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, this, is, this is shit town over here. Um, yeah. It, it, was, it was interesting for me. So, you, you know, and then we haven't even touched on the Bungie forum. Like, talk about a cesspit. Oh, it has its moments. I mean, there's been times when it's been good and times when it's been real bad. And I haven't been there for quite a while and I don't really plan to at the moment. <laughs> I'm just going to stay away. The only time I go there moment. is when I see like Deej post something official. And I'll read it and then I'll like, I'm not going to read the, the comments and I'll scroll like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. And then I get out of there because <laughs> it's, it's weird. It, it can be nasty. Man at Arms is the only person I know that lives in that area and is just completely. He's completely fine. <laughs> he just is in the in the trenches talking to people and stirring shit up and like generally being a good bloke. But I, I just can't do it. It's just too much to take in. There's so much rage. Fucking incredible. And you know, once in a while, uh, and I, I I tried to do this more in the last week than I ever have. And on Twitter, I, and you may have seen it. I know that like Handsome Dragon has seen it. Uh, we're all trying to engage with people. And try to have a rational discussion with them about stuff. And then it, it, it just falls into this muck half the time. The other half, it's yeah. this agree to disagree kind of thing. Um, you know, because everyone's going to find different value in the game. And that, that's, that's what it's about. This one guy I was talking to, his whole thing was that he felt like the fact you can buy cosmetics. And among those cosmetics was a, a specific set of armor that it in some way devalued the hard work he puts into the game. And I'm like, what? Because I guess for him, I don't know, I don't know how he's value, like self-valuing off of cosmetics. Like, I don't understand that. I could not wrap my head around um, But he got into this whole thing about just the fact that people could buy status in the game. Like, no, they can't. Not really. Like, there's no shader you yeah. can't get for free. There's no, no there's nothing you can't get for free. Number one, two, those aren't the things that are status in Destiny. I don't know what you're. I don't understand. And we had this long discussion about it. And he thought I made this other point. And I said no, that's not what I meant. And they, well, let's go back. And he, and he basically brought it right back to the top of the argument. I was like, whatever, man. Have a good day. Like, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just do not understand how some of these viewpoints, uh, the ones that seem to be the most loudly trumpeted, come to pass. Like, I just don't get it. I think, I think that's endemic with where Destiny is at the moment. And as I was saying <laughs> before, I think it's, 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 it's piggybacking off frustration, right? Like, if you are pissed off, you will get pissed off about ridiculous shit that really doesn't matter like that. I mean, Destiny right now is not that kind of game. There are no, like heralding items right there are no oh. items that people have that you walk past past them in the tower and go holy shit that dude's done this right mm -hmm. i think back to we were talking about yesterday on the ddu chatter white when people first started completing the raid oh my god that guy's done the raid wow you know th there is none of that in destiny 2 there's no nothing that's that significant and i think while i think that that's it's sad that we don't have that it does mean that there is no reason to get pissed off by not having anything because it doesn't matter anyway, right? Right. I mean, maybe the trials gear 
it looks cool. It's got a little glow in it when you get the, like, I don't know, what's it called? The adept version or whatever. The one mm-hmm. that has the, you know, the little glow in it. Um, and to be fair, adept. I've never seen remember. it. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, <laughs> did only say like, it's like, carried, like, so. Right. <laughs> well, I, I, got, I got carried at the end of uh, Destiny 1, and it was a cool experience. And, and even that experience got tainted. Because the last re- match we played was apparently against another carry streamer. And the guys that were carrying me went into that guy's chat and started having a, a fucking shit fest. And I'm like, whoa, oh, yeah. I didn't sign up for this. You know, it was, you know, and, and like, like that's like trials. We could have a whole other podcast about that culture. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't think it's where where it was. I think no. it's like a lot of the steam has been taken out of it. Definitely, and I think, but part of that is because the prestige of that has gone away too. Yeah, like people just don't care. Um, which is, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's also a disappointment too. Um, I just think like, you look at like what's coming, right? Look at the fact that ornaments are coming that. It's gameplay level stuff you have to do to get this stuff, like Iron Banner ornament. Mm-hmm. Shit. First of all, I hope that the Iron Banner ornament for the helmet is really cool. I fucking hate the Titan Iron Banner helmet so much. Um, I spent really? three years. Yeah, I hate it because uh, it's uh, it's the only part of it that I really wanted. And admittedly, <laughs> once, I got the, once I got the part, the arm, like I wanted the whole set, but once I got the arms. And I'll put the arms with one of you know, those chest pieces, you know, that have like the fucking furry back thing. <laughs> it looks mental. I, I really like that. But at the same time, like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I wish they'd. We, we talked about this a few weeks back in that. Why does it all look like samurai shit all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what's the, what's the deal there? Why aren't, you know, is there a law reason or what? I don't see I hope the show, I, I'm with you, man. Like, judging by the amount of, um, uh, sorry, ornaments that are coming. Like you've got Vanguard, Crucible, uh, Iron Banner, Raid, all of the, the second Raid layer. The, 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 it's a bit murky, but I don't think there's anything coming for the current Raid. All of the factions, like there's, there's heaps coming. And I just hope that they're all unique in that it's not like all three of the faction ones just make your armor have the same effect but a different color. I'd be a bit bummed with that. I hope there's there's a bit of depth there. I hope there's a bit of depth right. there. I get you. God damn it. Oh, oh man at arms come into the chat with the horns up and, <laughs> right, and right. got <laughs> night bodded. Whoops. I'm 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 gonna fix you up here, man. I'm gonna fix you up here, bud. But uh It's all right, they come up on the screen still. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is like he doesn't have to worry about that trash. Like you're good now. Where's my Aztec armor? There you go. Um but like with the with the ornament thing, like for me, why I think it solves a really great problem. And again, these little things that you don't hear people talk about. Instead of introducing new armor sets for each season, they're introducing ornaments for each season that you can swap out at will. You always will have. That means, guess what? You don't have to worry about your damn vault. Like, I used to have yeah. three sets of each Iron Banner set of armor. For, you know, I had, cause I had, I had collected sets for, uh, that favored the subclasses. And the amount of space that took up was insane. It was insane. One, can I stop you for one sec? Yeah. There is an Abath emote. I need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh. Oh. That's that's Janza two four seven. He's my 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 one of my best friends uh in life, but also in uh the Twitterverse and the the Twitchverse and content creation. And that's his that's nice, his base man. emo, dude. He's, it's totally worth it. Great. Well, I've got five bucks. I'll be coming to see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, All come right. to Head Gym Streams. Get your subscriptions sold here, apparently. I want to find your I Actually, you know what? Just, just randomly while we're on the subject of metal, I was talking to uh, a, good, a good friend of mine and a member of our clan, Chucky. Chucky mm-hmm. Wookie. He's... Um, He's a pretty avid metalhead himself, and we were sort of getting to the point where we're like, do we think it's worth trying to start a metal community on Twitch? And not necessarily tied to Destiny, but just in general. 
And I just put a tweet out, like putting the feelers out. And I think it's, I think I'm going to do it, man. I think, I think, I mean, you came and just said you need to do this. I'm mm-hmm. like, challenge accepted. Let's go. I think, you know, there's there's more than enough of us if we start banding together that we could really, really do it. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I think we might have something to work on there, Jim. If I can count you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I mean, like right now, my communities on Twitch are uh, Guardian Con, the C4DC, which is mine, and then Positivity, which. Yep. Um, was kind of like a show of force, whatever, uh, with what we were doing. And then I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. And I tried some of the metal stuff because what happens is like my my playlist will go from like John Mayer to like right now it's playing one of the new Morbid Angel songs. And then it goes yeah. to like James Brown. By the way, if you haven't listened to New Morbid Angel, like fucking like, go get that shit. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh dude. man. It, it's like <laughs> they just they just went back to like, you know what? Remember Formula's Fatal of the Flesh? Yeah. We can make a heavier version of that without any of the keyboard stuff because Pete's not here. All right, dude. No, I, but heavier. Like, all right, dude. And then six months later, yeah, that works. And then you listen to it. It's like someone's just throwing sledgehammers in your mouth. It's great. Great album. Great album. Excellent. I'll, I'll, I'm going to just whack it on my Spotify so do I can it, listen dude. to it later. Do it. Oh, my God. It is because crazy. if I sit here and start listening to riffs, I'm shot. I'll just be distracted and <laughs> I won't get any value out of me at all. So I won't, I won't start. I'll be like, oh, like the one side, sorry, man. It'd just be a lot going like, hey, you know. This is where yeah, I would put the, the wank there. right here, like a little wank for you. Uh <laughs> Because you can't see me. Anytime I have a guest on here, they can't see me. As oh, well as I, can, I can see. I've got the stream up. It's just delayed. Uh, so I can, yeah. I know, like, I've got Hashtag that now. delayed so wank. Like, five seconds. Right. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what were we even talking about? Sorry, dude. I do this. Oh, so you're, good, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I'm a walking We were talking about, like, the ornaments and the gear and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I do feel like there is an overabundance of certain weapon models. Like, for example, like to me, the most prestigious auto rifle in the game right now is the Dead Orbit one, because it is so good. It's super steady, and it has mm-hmm. high-caliber rounds. It's a beast across the board. But unless you, like, because you can put shaders on it, and the fact it's got the same um, body type as Gaithlock, you you can't yep. really tell up clo- until you're really up close to it. If they have it, so if someone's running around with that, I'm like, oh, that's a yeah, great weapon. Right. Yeah, you know. So there's, there are things. So what I'm hoping is that there's some kind of a, uh, at some point, like a universal uh, ornament system that is a lot like the Iron Banner one, but for weapons. So for example, like it's an auto rifle ornament you can place on any auto rifle. And maybe it'll just put a little light on the front or something. But something to notify that says, hey, you killed this many motherfuckers with an auto rifle, you're good. Or you got like, something like multi-kills with an auto rifle. Or something. something that says, hey, this is your, like, I don't know. Something that you could, like, expand it out to where instead of it being, hey, he's got that weapon, he has that weapon tricked out that signifies he did this, right? So, oh, dude, they could go so far with an idea like that, too. If you can expand that, then you can get into the subclasses, right? Mm-hmm. You kill a thousand people with Fists of Havoc, you get electric fists. Like, fucking bring that shit on. You mm-hmm. always walk around with, like, ele- electricity surging up your arms, man. People would be wild for that shit, right? Exactly. <laughs> right, because you've got... Sign like... me up. I'll start grinding now. <laughs> right. They're already tracking those kills because we know this because you've got the emblems that do it. And you've got the auras. Yeah. Like, why not have an aura that you just earn and you can choose to use? So, like, you get, you know, 50,000 kills, let's say, um, in Crucible. I mean, granted, that's a lot. You know, we're not going to go down that road. Yeah. But then you get, like, you said the story <laughs> I, I don't think I've got a career. Career kills 50,000. Maybe I'll do. I'm going to have to look after this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm... Fuck, I don't know. I've sunk a lot of time into it. I sort of... Sort of bit off more than I could chew by making a bold mm-hmm. claim that you know, you know, I'll I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Google, how many kills do I have in Crucible ever? And then Google's like, Here you, go. Uh, you know, but yeah, you know, those are things that they could do. So, so I, I guess my thought process is like, so often you see an argument that says I don't like insert this 
And instead of like trying to say, well, let's try something outside the box to make this system work, they just want it the old way. And Bungie seems really good at solving problems in ways that we didn't know they could do it. Like, like mm. the idea we have now with the Masterworks uh, mods never occurred to me. Nothing even yeah. close to that occurred to me. And we only have seen one of them, and I'm like, that's cool. So my question yeah, it becomes... It wasn't Uriel's, though. Like, <laughs> credit where it's you. Right. It's probably the one that I want. <laughs> right. They, they weren't dumb about it. And the, it generates orbs on multi-kills. So are those orbs for me? Because they're orbs for me. Uh, steady on, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's, let's have that happen, because if that means that I'm going to get my super faster, like, you're encouraging me to be a fucking beast. And I'll happily be that beast, right? Um, and it, again, step in the right direction. And it also, and they, they solved a lot of the problems that they foresaw. They're like, okay, people are going to want different weapons to have this. Well, if we break it down, you get the materials that you can make another one. Perfect. So, you just instantly encouraged me to grind the shit out of pack. Because everything could possibly give me that. You know, all these packages I, I've been sitting on because I wanted to be 300. I don't care anymore. Give me a Master's Works weapon. Like, I'm happy. Like, fuck it. I don't yeah, even right. care about light level anymore. Give me that. You know, so that's something. Yeah. And you've got, uh, you've got that going for you. But, like, no one is, like, everyone's bitching about the fact that you get lots of weapons. No one's bitching about the fact, and they're bitching about, like, the models. Instead of, instead of constantly saying, let's get more weapon models, which is way more expensive, I find, and they're just going to be duplicating those anyway. No one's thought of something else like that ornament system you and I just talked about. You never hear about stuff like that. Yeah, true. I mean, there is, there is, they do need more base models. I'll say oh, yeah. that. Like, there is a lot of, there's a bit of a cookie cutter feel about it at the moment where, you know, like this one's got a dead orbit sticker on it. So it's a dead orbit one. Like, right. <laughs> it's not right. quite there, but I agree that, I mean, part of, part of what we discussed yesterday is right. Do you do you feel like Destiny, like isn't? It's not weird enough. Like, sure, <laughs> the, sure, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of like space magic and all that sort of stuff. But like, Mylan yesterday going, why is there a fucking gun that just shoots slime on the ground and that kills people if they stay in it? Like, why is that not a thing? We're fucking, yeah, you know, we're fighting dead aliens and fucking throwing fucking giant Hadoukens at them and whatever. Like, what? Why are all the guns so straight up and down? You know, like, and then mm. lo and behold, this video comes out like fucking two hours later, and there's the new—I can't remember the um the name of the gun, but the the new grenade launcher that's got the little fucking scurrying spider that chases people. I'm like, that's what we want—just weird <laughs> fucking guns, right? They don't even have to be particularly good. Like, look at tractor cannon, just boom, shoot shoot someone off the edge. Or I love that sort wall. of stuff. Like, that's novelty. awesome. Like, that's the thing. I yeah. think I love how like for the first two weeks, like no one understood the point of the weapon, and then all of a sudden they're like. Wait a minute! You see these highlight videos of people like blasting motherfuckers into a wall. And even Holt yeah. was like, "Okay, maybe I got that wrong," you know, because it was it was just cool. <laughs> it was something different, and I, I like that. Like yeah. I like the ideas that they have, and I feel like they need to have more of those. The big takeaway for me, though, with the weapon models, though, we are also thinking of year to year, all right, or DLC mm. to DLC. Seasons are a guaranteed change in gear. So, like, maybe they're just hanging on to these weapon models for every season. Yeah, right. So, and I think that by the time we get to the next Comet level expansion for next September, we're going to have plenty of stuff. And yeah, we'll I continue so. to, especially when one considers that, again, you got to think long term. If everything scales, we're going to have a constant Age of Triumph. With tons of gear and everything's gonna be powerful, it's gonna take time though. Which is, I want it all now too. I do, I really do. But, yeah, I know, right? But I this... think there's there's a lot of Destiny One that could have been like, imagine if Destiny One scaled. Like, think of all the guns and bits of armor and shit that you left behind in Destiny One, and to be able Dude. to like look forward and know that you're not gonna be in that position again with some degree of like yeah. formality. Fuck, like, I mean, the Vanquisher, that the new monarchy auto rifle from yeah. U1. I oh love that God. gun. 
and like I'd go back and use it even though it sucked like in terms of like light level and all of that mm-hmm. even after they nerfed autos and it was still good but I don't I don't know I mean to be able to sort of look forward and go hopefully we don't find ourselves in situations like that again where things become redundant because that was always a frustration right they had like models of armor and weapons and stuff that were just redundant they weren't in the loot pool anymore in any meaningful way so why would you care about them they're just sitting there dead and for that matter blues why can't we upgrade blues to legendaries they look the same and it instantly add depth to the loot pool right yeah and i feel like that that's something that because wouldn't that fall into like a, a, a form of transmogrification, which is people have been begging for yeah, since true. like, you know. So maybe that kind of system is something we'll get, you know, with a taking king level overhaul. Um Yeah, true. Because there's a couple there's a couple blues that I like. There's this one auto rifle. It looks like the Vanquisher, but it's a bit bulbous on the side. Uh like it yep. has like a, a rounded and it I forget the name of it. Uh but it fires very much like that. And I find myself kind of clinging to the Fuck, now I have to look. Because I know I have one somewhere on my, I think it's my Xbox One. I'm gonna pull up Dim. Um, in case you didn't know, guys, you want to go over to uh, OpenCollective.com/slash/Dim support them. Even though Amazon oh, beat them oh, to the yeah. punch on the goddamn. Uh, did you see that they have the Alexa skill out now for Dim? <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was like Dim didn't do that, but someone, they, really? but. I don't think they did. Did they? Does it work through Dim, or does it work through some other kind of black magic? I think it's. I think like, it just works. I think it works with the gear manager with Bungie. I think it's what it does. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's kind of like its own Dim. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, I don't. I, it does bum see, me out when you see the sort of community people get cut out like that. But at the same time, uh, I mean, I can't get it in Australia. We don't have that here, so it's fuck. Right. I don't give a shit. I'm just trying right. to pretend it doesn't exist because I'm butted about <laughs> the fact I can't get it. <laughs> Alexa, give me my. You know, I get that. <laughs> Alexa, give me a fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. That would be very nice. Yeah. No. Uh, when's sure. the beer thing? <laughs> when's the beer? When's the de- the? It, when's Alexa the when's beer the beer skill, skill coming? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the it's the Roll Slices two uh, auto rifle that I'm talking about. All right. Yep. Yeah. Um, that one, yeah, two. Okay, I'm looking on my uh, PC account, and I have all my characters. I've like, I had filled up my vault with greens and blues for leveling characters, and then one day I was I was going to Iron Banner. It was last Sunday, or Sunday before. Whenever Iron Banner was over, and I went yep. fucking ape shit, and I had to grind out all ten levels in one day. I did one day for PC and one day for Xbox. It took me a total of 18 and a half hours of game. Wow. <laughs> but I had to make room. I had to make room for all the gear. Oh, the other one is uh, the Kuboid ARU. The Kuboid ARU. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really yeah. good, too. Uh, different application. But, um, yes, the Russell License, too. That's correct. Um, but the... Uh, but it felt good for two reasons. One, Iron Banner guarantees your game type, which I adore, number one, uh, because I missed that a lot. And then also, I was going for something. Granted, if you look back at the, the VODs, it's me going, I'm doing this for an emblem. What am I doing? But I wanted it across all the accounts because I wanted to be able to, I, I basically want there to be this parody between my, my Destiny account. Which, yo, Bungie, if you would just institute a cross save for all cosmetics. Oh, dude, don't don't even go down there. That's just, just a, that's a dream. Cosmetic <laughs> cross save, cosmetic cross save is all I want. Gear I can live yep. with, but cosmetics, like anything that's in a kiosk, just give me that shit. Because in my, you have it for half the stuff, stuff that is account wide. You know, like the night before yeah. Destiny Two came out, like we're talking like hours before release one of my buddies he got a code for the confluence of light whatever that's called the emblem for destiny 2 the new one he got a code for it and he gave it to me and i have that on all my consoles you're like what where'd you get that i'm like i don't even know where it came from i have it which was kind of cool like that was the one emblem that i was after for destiny 1 and i have a destiny 2 before i even played the fucking game but i can access (laughs) that 
but I can access that anywhere. Why can't I access? Yeah, I mean, it's the same with that that black the Black Friday skull emblem. I bought the bloody soundtrack for five bucks or whatever it was, so I could get the emblem, which is there was a Black silly Friday emblem. Think about it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking cool. It's like the the um, I'm trying to think what's the. It's that, you know, the bleeding skull. It I can't awesome. get that in the United States. I'm going to act like it doesn't exist. But I didn't even know what That's it fine. Actually, <laughs> I, I didn't know Because I'm that right guy that always does that. Like, I'll buy, I buy all those things for all those emblems. Fuck, man. I miss yeah, it. Oh, they'll bring it around again. There'll be another event. Trust me. It's too good of an emblem for them to just one and done it, right? Uh, they've one and done a couple. <laughs> so... I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Okay. That's like, like they did one for <laughs> um, the what was the fall thing? Um, the fall thing. Um, the second one, the fall. You know what I'm talking about? Not the dawning, but uh, oh, the festival of the cost. Yes, festival of the cost. There was a emblem you could get if you bought something during festival of the cost. Righto. I got that. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad you have it. You know, I don't. Okay. <laughs> That's and all right. That... We'll play together on PC and I can taunt you with it. And you can taunt me with your fucking Alexa skill, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have Alexa either, though. <laughs> yeah, well, like. I just do not speak its name, Man at Arm says. The zombie emblem. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Which I have. And it was a green emblem with just like this, like, hand coming up out of the ground. It was pretty cool. I never used yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm that I kind of collector, one, yeah. though. I'm the guy that'll, like, have it and just say I have it. Like, behind this green screen are a bunch of NES games that just stay in cases all the time. I emulate anyway. But I'm that guy. I, I <laughs> wanted to say I have it. Yeah, yeah I'm also that guy. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have that in common. Yeah, it, I, mine's I, less of games collection and more fucking, like, action figures and shit. <laughs> like, over there is just... Fuck, that's a, that is a place. That's... Like I'm the I'm the uncle that when my nieces and nephew come over, they come into my room. And I go, don't touch anything, or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they want to come in and look at the toys, but you touch anything, I'll fucking kill you. I don't I'll... care. We could be family. Like seriously, you touch that star scream, I'll rip your fucking arms off, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I feel like we should wrap up the podcast proper, and then we'll start doing more interaction with Shaq. We've missed some things. Um. Yeah, totally. So, so ultimately, I, I feel like we're in this precarious place as a community where I think Bungie, if they continue down this road, we're going to be okay. But I don't think the community is going to have another thing like this happen again without there being some consequences. What do you think? Um, I actually, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being, <laughs> I'm not going to say blind optimist because I've been called too many, that <laughs> too many times Fake this week. Fake optimism. But, uh, <laughs> Fake um, I, like I mean, looking forward, I think after there was a lot of shit addressed, a lot of people from all destiny walks of life, for want of a better term, have things to be positive about. You know, you only got to look at like Giggle Monster getting genuinely excited about the the future implementation of ranked PvP. Uh, those guys have their thing. You know, collectors have ornaments. There's uh, the strike playlist coming back for PvP PVE guys. You know, the new raids come and everyone's got a thing to look forward to. And I think that in itself is going to be a big thing. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, the community sort of, you know, it did begin to tear itself apart. But sometimes you got to rip the fucking Band-Aid off to be able to heal, you know. Like, sometimes you just got to get it over and done with. And, you know, like, there's animosity there for sure. People don't like people. That's fine. Not everyone's going to get along. But at least now everyone knows where everyone fucking stands and that, you know, there are people out there who believe the gamut, run the gamut of emotional fucking attachment to destiny. So I think we're in a good place, actually. I think we can, you know, provided that Curse of Osiris comes, it adds depth to the end game. It, the story is good. Um, it, 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 it keeps people engaged to some degree. Then people will find their own way of making destiny last until it is what they want it to be. And, uh, and the community will be a better place as a result. Spoilers, I agree with you. I just wanted to try and provoke you and say stuff poignant like that. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> but like, I'm not yeah, gonna... <laughs> we're, we're in a good place. I think that the content that's coming, we have a cycle in this community, I find. Yeah. 
Something comes yeah, out, everyone so. loves it, they start to see the kinks in the armor, if you will, and then there's a long silence, people flip out, and then something new comes out, and they forget about it for about a month. And given that we've got yep. a roadmap of updates to be coming over the next three months, more or less, including a, another expansion due out in the spring, I think we're going to be okay, more so than not. So, um, But it was tense there for a couple couple days there, which on the internet is like weeks, you know? Um, yes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of this community, and I'm, I'm grateful to, to have this game, and I'm grateful to have you on the show, man. So thank you. Any time, man. You know, reach out. We didn't even really talk all that much metal. To no. To at some we point, can get right? into that after the show here, so... Um, <laughs> where, where where can people find you, man? Where can people find you? I'm Log Power Slave everywhere, literally. Log Power Slave Twitch, Log Power Slave Twitter, Log Power Slave fucking YouTube, Log Power Slave on my birth certificate. Chatterbait, all that stuff. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, Chatterbait. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Diego, a, yeah, my, my head moderator, my community manager, she uh, um, she's always trying to get me to do a Chatterbait stream, so I was just kind of making you the fall guy now. So, <laughs> oh, dude, if I could do that without getting fucking banned from Twitch for accidentally showing people's dicks, oh, <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. I'd do that, and I'd be like, "By the way, there's a hundred people watching this, and we're all critiquing you." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like these creeps that are just trying to fucking, you know, get one on one with bloody teenage girls. I'd go on there and pound them. I'd be, I'd love that. Oh. But you know, Twitch, and, Twitch in its terms of service will not allow such kinds of. Social vigilantism, yeah. That is correct. <laughs> It'd be nice if it so, did. <laughs> so, for the record, neither Log nor I have a chatterbait, nor will we ever have a chatterbait. There you go. No. I, um, but I that mean, is not, what is... Not unless I can use it to verbally abuse people. <laughs> <laughs> would that be like slaggerbait or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Craziness. All right, guys, that's what's in Grindhead this week. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Cheers. <laughs>